I t- turn my headphones up. Turn, t- <laughs> turn my head. What? <laughs> turn, turn them up. What'd you say? What? <laughs> I can't. I can't hear you. Turn them up. Turn we're gonna get head- copy. We're gonna get copyrighted here. We're we're just nailing that skit. You see, I uh, I I I'm living dangerously with last week's little uh, boys to men intro. Gotta be careful. That's all right. They're usually cool. You know, I kept it, depends it to on- uh, I kept it to under thirty seconds, so I think we won't go to jail. Those Motown Philly guys, they'll usually they're they're usually cool. Um, yes, I should. Welcome back to Two C's with a pod. Dang boys, um, long one. So I'm gonna need you to catch me up, Matt, because uh, you know how I was supposed to go back onto the uh, on the Twitter and Facebook last week. The machines, back mm-hmm. to the machines. Yeah, I forgot to do that. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, I that makes sense. I'm looking forward to all the likes that my last post got on Facebook. It was the uh, famed picture of my eighth grade school picture. Oh yeah, okay. And, you know that that we recycle every January 30th. So I'm really looking forward to uh, really looking forward to the comments and the likes and. There's going to be a lot of love for that one. Yeah, yeah. you know, classic. Is that the mullety type one? Yeah, yeah. It gets a lot. Uh, it gets a lot of comments. People, people accuse me of wearing lipstick on it, but I don't have lipstick on. No, like you just I, got delicious, voluptuous, voluptuous lips. I mean, natural. It's a very natural yeah. thing. I mean, it was like they, they probably Instagram filtered my eighth grade picture before Instagram filters were a thing. But they were doing something, or maybe it was like um, a, a chapstick scenario where, like, you, been, you know, because yeah. the winter's here, it's tough, they get dry. Yeah, yeah, you just never know, you never know. And, you know, I mean, it was it was a pretty sweet, uh, sweet turtleneck with a uh, gold chain from uh, Gold Rush. You remember Gold Rush? Gold Rush, yeah, absolutely. Where gold. all the classy, where all the really classy, you know, folks went and got their, you know, their classy. <laughs> you know gear yeah you got your gold by the ounce you, you bought it by the ounce by the ounce which is typically how all anything you're buying by the ounce <laughs> is always on the up and up just 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 <laughs> trust me on that one let me tell you um but no i, I yeah it's got like I, I just i always think of that picture when i watch uh, i'm gonna get you sucker and you yes. know I'm, I'm always worried about you you know all it would have taken was three or four more and, yeah uh, you know you might have well, OG'd. Well, that's how it starts, right? <laughs> exactly. It starts with just the one gold chain. The gateway. A real, a real small gold chain. That's your gateway. Exactly. Not gold chains. <laughs> mm. uh, dude, I just uh, just dropped a scathing review. Oh, no. Um, this is a subject I think that uh, we're going to agree on. Oh, good. So I, as we know, have uh, embarked on a new career venture. And as part of that uh, career venture, you have to get a certification. Mm-hmm. So I've been taking these courses that pre, I, I don't know if it's pre-pandemic or when, but the vast majority of them are online, on demand, sign up for the class. They have some videos out there, but you know, you just download the co- course content, read through it, take your test, pass, done. Sure. Right. So an they call it, the fancy word nowadays is asynchronous, asynchronous. Yeah. Mostly. So the, the uh, you know, an eight hour course might take you an hour. Right. You get your eight hours of continuing professional education and you move on with your life. Love that. I've sat on a Zoom call for the last three days 
Mm. Going over stuff that, honestly, the three days could have been broken down into about four hours. Like if I was doing this stuff on my own. Right. A lot of it was like stuff that if you've been in the business at all, even if you've gone through the selling process, you have Have you sold anything? Right. Interesting. You have an understanding of how to do this stuff. And today's was basically how to price a business. Mm. For four hours, we talked about statistical regressions and R squareds, standard deviation, coefficients. That sounds awful. It was brutal. That 40 seconds of the words you just said right there were torture for me personally. So I can only imagine what four hours. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a guy that it's one of those, one of those dudes that's like been doing it for like 17, 18 years. And it's like, well, I guess, yeah, somebody finally asked me if I had this certification. So I should probably go ahead and get it. Is that just private message? And I'm like, and, and by the way, this is, this is like one little point on how you would price your price of business. Sure, sure. Multiple things that go into this. So in some ways, even though this is extremely long, it's also really lacking in important information. And it's yeah, 100%. Like this would be like, um, if you're making a cheeseburger, and you go out and make the cheese from scratch. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, as (laughs) you would. they're teaching you how to make a cheeseburger and they spend eight half the time teaching you how to go make cheese. Right. Which you're not going to do. You're going to go buy some cheese right? or, or, or it's a process that you don't really need to know about. Like it's okay. Yeah. Like I'm okay with not knowing how the cheese got to cheese. I'm just, I'm actually fine with just being, you know, that being a mystery in some really ways. what they needed to say is there's, Hey, here's some databases where there's, some information you can go find comparable statistics maybe sure. industry size of the revenue um geography like, like a practical when, usage of it now like i don't need to know why i need to know how to practically use it yeah. and how i'm going to use it which is to just literally look up a website check some numbers here and there like i don't need to know how that why those numbers are in there i don't need to know yeah. well you like know, I, any of that yeah. i told my my guy that works in, in my office with me i said all this stuff he's talking about, like it's all on this website that we have, <laughs> that we have access to. Sure. And after the class, I said, "Look, look, man, look here. Just go to your, go to your login. Go to resources. Go to this website. Type in, I don't know, auto repair. There's everything that you need really to to price this business. Sure. It's got all the relevant information, all the relevant data, all the relevant like industry information. All this stuff is there." And and then Ryan's like, yeah, we're we're going through eight hours of this class for really a buyer to come in and lowball us. Wow. So speaking of that, here's a fun. So so, so well, let me say this though. I will say, let me ask this: Who is this review then for? That was that you then gave the scathing review to. This was then the presenter himself. Or no, herself? I didn't. I didn't crush the presenter because I I kind of figured the basically the organization says. You have to have this class is worth 16 credit hours. This class is worth eight. So they got to fill up the time. Sure. So this brother is basically giving us story time. Sure. Like, he's yeah, filling. 
once upon a time there was this thing that happened and blah yeah. blah 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 blah. And it's not a kill the message. You don't want to kill the message yeah. situation. Yeah, so it's like, not his bad. He's yeah, just so like, like a little right. Yeah, hundred percent. Although he, although it sounds like he could have filled it up with more pertinent and useful information in this period I, of time. I just, I just don't think there was enough <laughs> pertinent because, like, the second day of the first course after lunch, he's like, you know, realistically, all you've got to do is take away this, 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 and this, and you know, you get right. there. It so thirty up. seconds after lunch, he basically summed up. Oh, that's smart, though. That's a pro right there. The entire. Right? You the definitely do that system. after lunch, though, right? You yeah. have to do that after lunch. You definitely don't do that. I mean, that is that is a pro move. I'll give you well, some credit there. You got to know. You got to give the good stuff after lunch. Always key. If you give the good stuff pre-lunch, half the crowd's okay, gone. Okay, well, get this. Get this. You <laughs> had to respond to every uh, poll question in order classic. to credit. <laughs> yeah, it's a classic move. Yeah, that's what they're doing uh, now. It's all about accountability. We a similar thing, right? So teachers go through similar deals where we have to watch the same videos, same, you know, like really interestingly enough, like very important topics and information, but they really, oh, let's be honest, they really don't care about them that much. Um, so what you have to watch these videos and you used to be able to just, I mean, yeah, you, you, you didn't watch the video. You would start the video then fast forward to the end of the video when the questions came on because you knew the answers to the questions is the same video or same relatively video from last year 10 years ago and you just answer the questions well now again they're getting they're getting tricky they they know these moves and so now they're like you try to try to fast forward it'll be like you it's amazing um it'll be like you you this uh says you went too fast for this video to really be able to make it through or something like there's all these little clever ways now that they kind of make you force you through them, which let's be honest, what teachers do, which is exactly that we will always find a way, just like students will always find a way to tune it out. Like we just push play, then push, you know, volume yeah. down and go about some other business that's important to us. And that is that matters, you know, so like it, it is an interesting thing when professional development is like talked about in corporate world or teaching world or anything like so it just feels like 75 80 percent of it is just to say it's happening yeah and and, and, it, and the shame of it is is like why 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 is that when when professional development became a thing and it became such a a big thing in on all you know careers like why isn't there better professional development than like well, it's, it's one of those things where I, and this is me being idealistic I didn't walk away from these three days going, I'm better at my job now. Yeah. I'm better for attending these. Right. And you should, right? That's the point. Like, you know, if you're going to make me do this, like, there's got to be some sort of now. If the question then becomes, and that's where the district with schools is, and I'm sure it's very similar to you in your in your business. I know my wife is in a similar kind of field in a sense where she, she also has to take tests and certifications and whatnot to like when, you know, cause things change, rules change, blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, yes, like they, she also has to do those kind of things. So there's, to me, there's a difference between, I have to have this certification. And so I'm, I've got to get this piece of paper. So mm -hmm. I got to sit through this dude, or you're forcing me into this professional development. That's supposed to help me in the job that you've hired me to do, but you are wasting my time and everyone's here, including the presenters. Like, well, and yeah. like, you know, in fairness, I, I do not have to get this. 
Oh, hi. Okay. But is I, it a is a pay bump thing or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I get a I, when when my commission comes in, I get a higher percentage of commission based on having this. So, sure. look, okay, I'll sit I'll sit through it for three days, suffer through it, so I can get the little comma with the accreditation after my name on yeah. my signature bar. Um, but so you know, I, was, I was saying about um, you know, look, the buyer is going to come in and lowball us anyway. Um, there is a um, there's a certain segment of people that um, like to buy restaurants. Mm -hmm. So I have a franchised restaurant that um, I have listed. And it's actually one of the, there's two categories right now in business sales that banks will lend on in the restaurant industry. They will not lend on restaurants. So we don't mm -hmm. take them. Um, <clears throat> ice cream and pizza. Yeah. The only two that they'll take because those two thrived during pandemic, right? Everybody loves ice cream. When you're happy, you go get ice cream. When you're sad, you go get ice cream. Same thing for pizza, right? So uh, there's a level of, you know, not needing to be in the place too, right? You think about. Well, yeah, they thrived, right? That you right. Could, so pizza historically very, I don't, I can't remember the last time I actually went to a pizza place and sat down and ate it. It's vacations, right? right? Vacations. Yeah. Sometimes you do, you know, like I, I, that's the last time that I can think of it, but not yeah, at all. It's always calling, carry out, delivery. Yeah. Um, always. Even pre, kind of, even pre pandemic. Right. Yeah, so that's the, yeah. that's so, the deal. So, right. It was already set up. Well, you yeah, know, it was positioned for perfect. So that, and then ice cream, kind of the same thing to your point. Um, you don't, if you do sit down in an ice cream place, you're generally sitting outside. I sit outside or, or I mean, even in colder weather situations now, like people still will sit in their cars or yeah. their, you know, it's a drive up and then you go and, and sit that, that custard joint, uh, you know, near us, you know, is absolutely hopping 24 seven, mm -hmm. you know, and it, it does, doesn't really matter. You know, now summer of course is, is more than others, but or is, is, is more than the, the winter months, but still, man, it's hopping. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah, really a interesting. Lot of times after basketball, take Annika over to, to the one by your house, man. And it's always going, it's, it's banging always. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I've got this, one of those, those types of places, a franchise and it's a pretty well-known franchise. Um, and we're asking $300,000 went through, I, I did not do, but I did learn today. Harmonic mean. Oh, harmonic. No, I, no idea what it is, but I'm going to use it. Speaking um, of boys to men, it's like a yeah, harmony thing, like it's a singing. Yeah, yeah the harmonic mean. But, you, um, but I, you're mean about it. Like, <laughs> I guess, I guess maybe the harmonic mean is kind of like where the uh, alto and the bass kind of where they even out. They right, they they <laughs> harmonize. You might say, yeah, exactly. Uh, but anyway, this uh, we're we're asking about three hundred grand for this, and this guy gets our our write up, and you know, not even really gets the financials. He gets what the owner's taking. We call it seller's discretionary earnings. So would they profit? What did the owner take in, in salary? Add those up. There's a multiplier on it. Um, this one is actually, we guessed on the 2021 cash flow. And we guessed low. It came in higher. So our multiple is actually low, all things considered. But we didn't didn't adjust the price. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't enough to really go... 
okay, we're going to try to raise this, raise the price by 50 grand, especially in this environment where people. Right. Maybe it'll sell. Maybe it'll sell because we keep it, keep it where it is. So this guy comes in and doesn't have a, doesn't meet with the seller, just looks at our information, comes back and says, uh, I can give you $135,000 for it. (laughs) Nice. And, uh, so I, I just, now my, you know how you kind of get these things and like, you want to be professional. Like there's three options that I have when I get a low ball offer like this. Right. right. Which is, which is disrespectfully low. It, it really I mean, is. This is yes. It really is. Agreed. Yeah. So, so there's a level on. of like, you're, you're, you're questioning like, you know, right. Should I come back with like, you need to know that this is disrespectful or something like that. Right? Yeah, exactly. So number one, um, this is, um, I could just ignore it. <laughs> which right? is, which is always and, probably and the best burn. So here's the other but, thing is on a business the you know, what most people don't know is we don't have to present offers right. in real huh. estate. They have to present offers. Hmm. My, oh, my, oh, I got you. So they, like, if somebody offers something on a house, they have to de- like declare it. They, they have to say do, it happened. They do have to, the real estate agent has to take it to their client. Right. Oh, have to communicate it. I don't have to do that. Oh. I ne- I don't have to give my client offers. Yeah. So you don't have to waste your time, waste his time or her time with this. Yeah. So, so part of my, part of our offer process is you have to give us escrow money. Mm-hmm. You have to basically give us a down payment. Right. It's fully refundable, you know, but you have to, in good faith, you have to give us money because if this is, Accepted this business basically comes off the market for 30 to 60 days while the buyer needs to be legit or it's a waste of money and time and that's bad on businesses. So number one, I can ignore it because I don't have to present an offer. Mm -hmm. Um, By practice, by law, we are not held to the, um, like the, the things like lenders and home are. To where yeah like we could actually i would never do it but we could actually reject somebody because of their ethnicity right got i got you yeah okay. it, no, this person will not sell to a this right because you're just right in some way yeah yeah, yeah yeah so because the seller can choose who they sell to right and they can they can pick any reason that they want i'm there's not no gonna like get fair housing there's no like fair there's no fair housing that nope, kind of nope, stuff. none of that stuff exists right. now in practice I would never say my seller is not going to sell to you because you are of this race. Like I would make something else. You would Um, not want to be a part of that. It would be hard. Right. But again, you you know, you've got a business to do and you've got a, you know, right. And you've got, you know, it's a tough situation to be put in in some ways, but right. There's gotta be, there's a million other ways to say it. And I will also tell you that my client has every right to make that decision Mm -hmm. because she's like, uh, these type of people, that run these stores, their stores are dirty. They cheat their customers. They, they're not up to spec. They, they cut the quality, you know, all that right. stuff. I get people that drive by their stores to come to mine because of these things. So, so right. like you go to a, like if you went to that custard place that you were saying and they under scooped you, you're like, Whoa, man, I didn't get, get what i paid for you know no no bro sure sure sure. no signage isn't up to date but anyway so this guy uh, this guy comes back and he says um yeah i'll give you one hundred thirty-five thousand. 
130, whatever, whatever it was. So option number two, someone I could ignore. Number two, I was going to be like, uh, we're asking 300. So he tried to take 165 off the top. I was going to counter with, with the four, exact 465 cash. <laughs> right. So go over the top of the what, exact already... other way, right? right. Oh, well, you, you came to me at 165 under my asking. So I'm just coming to you at 165 over my asking. So we'll meet where I need to meet. You want to meet in the middle? <laughs> yeah, I love that. No, that's perfect. That's what we do in schools again, too. It's the oldest trick in the book when kids are negotiating. You say, oh, oh we'll give you uh, five minutes of free time to play on your computer. Can we have seven minutes, Mr. Campbell? How about four? Okay, we'll take five. Right. We'll take right. five. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. Well, and I, and I 100% knew this guy wasn't going to – A, I knew he wasn't going to go forward. B, I knew my client wasn't going to – she wasn't going to meet It's nonsense. Right. And so, um, so I end up responding to him, and I was like – Hey, I just don't think we're ever going to be able to work together. Um, we've had twenty. We have a different methodology of evaluating these businesses, um, and it's worked well for us for twenty years. Just as I'm sure that your method has worked for you. Right. The simple fact of the matter is, is we don't take distressed businesses to where the owner will just take what they can get. Right. The businesses we sell, they're healthy. They're good. You know, the person's selling for a real reason. Um, so, you know, my. My client's not interested in, you know, they've asked me to not engage in further conversation with you, which you took I, the high road, I but did. you also kind of got a few stabs in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, so yeah. this brother comes back with, uh, <laughs> well, they, they've had declining revenue or they, their revenue was real low, you know, a couple of years ago, which the story, there's a story for why the revenue was low a couple of years ago and, um, you know, why this place grew 20% in the pandemic and then another 20% after the pandemic. Um, and uh, so he comes back and he's like, I can offer 150,000, but no, no more. <laughs> I was like, and I just responded. Dude, I don't think you really read, you're still, you're not, yeah. You're not reading between the lines here, brah. Like you are so far off from this. Like this is not that, that extra 15 G's is not the conversation we're having here. Yeah. I was just like, look, my client's not going to, they're not going to talk to you. You've, you've already, the, the, your offer is so far off it's, and they've had so much interest in this business right? that they are not talking to you. Right. So you can, you know, if you want to come with a full price offer, then we can get you in front of them. But until that day, just don't, don't bother. Right. So finally I got the thanks. So actually I ended up, it, I, I ended up hitting my goals of, um, insulting this guy yeah politely polite yeah killed him politely with insulting him killed him um, with kindness that's yeah was classic. my uh, was my thing but uh, i like that no that's good you yeah so this... that's about all i've got you know i'm still off the uh still out of the world have i uh have i missed anything good no i mean not really olympics, olympics are olympics are going on i imagine are you getting a lot of olympics time you know i don't know if that's if you're off of facebook and twitter is that something you're watching or yeah i watch it um you know in the evenings like yeah of, uh I, I kind of like that it, you know, the live stuff comes on about nine or so, and yeah, I, I got we sucked watched... into the uh, women's soc women's hockey last night because uh, oh yeah, they were got me uh, excited about women's soccer for a second, yeah. even though that's that is the summer. But hey, did you um, see the uh, sizzle video? For... You know, my buddy Matt that works for yeah the yeah club, yeah, for he put a current. sizzle video out on LinkedIn. That's still where I'm getting all my uh, 
The, oh, that's it's like right. episode one of like it, like the Chiefs had like the franchise or whatever it was. Sure. Uh, the uh, the current have their version of that. Very so, cool. Uh, I'll send I it to. I have to check that out. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I'm LinkedIn. still getting all my all my news off of LinkedIn. That's a really interesting uh, social media site to be, you know, just hopping around. Are you sharing also like pictures of the kids on there? No, and all, like no, no. no. I, so I'm I, uh, I share the and, and thanks for thanks for the opportunity to plug my uh, my work podcast, Matt. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're three episodes into the Apex Business Advisors podcast. Man, that is I'm, amazing. Uh, pretty sure I've already gotten fired. Um, oh no. From the podcast or like from the job period? No, I didn't get fired. The uh, it was supposed to be me as sure. the host, and then we were going to bring a different broker in every week. And so the president of the company wanted to do like the first three, four, five of these things. Sure. And so I uh, I went to his office and was like, "Well, hey, okay, we're starting to move on to this next series. Do you uh, who, who do you who do you want to do this next episode?" And he's like, "Um." How how would you feel if it was you, me, and then we brought in a third? Oh, and I said, okay. oh, so like co-host. He's like, well, I'm having fun doing it, and so I uh, I'd like to stick around. Well, that's exciting. Something. Well, so, that's yeah, good. So he's he's having fun doing it. And, uh, well, that's important. That's yeah. that's really good. Yeah, so well, that's uh, that's excellent. And so he's um, he's excitedly putting it out on his LinkedIn. Um, hey, check out my it. podcast. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, it's an awesome ride. Yeah, that's, how, that's how it goes. Yeah, that's, that's how it is. You know, that's how I, I'll do it to you someday too, right? I mean, it'll just be the, the, the you know, one C show and we'll just have Andy on every once in a while, yeah. you know, be like, hey, this Man, guy, you know, I'll remember this guy? Yeah. Over the last, I don't know, couple of years, I, I have lost so much ego. Like, I just, it, like, things like that, like, I know. Probably five years ago, I would have been like, "Man, he's pushing me out. He's trying to oh, trying to screw me." You know that yeah. type of stuff. And like these days, I'm like, "Hey, cool, man." You know, I'm like, yeah, no, no worries. Kids will there. do it to you. I think kids and getting older. Yeah, I just think you know you do lose some of that. You know that stuff. I know for me, yeah, it's been you know a constant. I think going to older kids, you know, working with older kids, they're a lot more um, aggressive in their roasting of, of like, you know, adults and, and the teachers and, and stuff. So yeah, it's a real, like any flaw. I had a little guy just really pointing out all the gray um, in my beard and my hair. And um, Deanna cut my hair. I, I've been going to the salon day Campbell here, um, since the pandemic. And like, we've been saving all kinds of money, just, you know, just cutting my, cutting our own hair. Um, although never, let me take that back. She cuts mine. I don't touch hers, obviously. And yeah. she, you know, she still does that professionally, right. yeah. but yeah, but, uh, um, you know, but yeah, it so I'd cut. Good. It looks good. Oh. She's got a, she's got oh, another man. career burgeoning. If she were exactly. to want it. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Amazing. Oh, I, I know it's been amazing. And so, um, yeah. So like the first day I went and this girl's like, why, why does your hair look like that? I mean, I don't think it was intended to be, I actually think it was maybe it wasn't a compliment, but it wasn't also really negative, but boy, it was one of those ones that you just go, you know, so you're just always my clothes, my clothes are always, you know, always a target. So yeah, you, you get humbled really fast when you're hanging out with like preteens and teen, you know, that, at that age, they, they find like just, any moment to laugh at the stupid things you do and, and point them out. So are you, uh, is the, uh, the, the Mr. Campbell dress code, is it similar to an NBA coach these days? It is 100% NBA coach vibes. Oh, 
Um, Those it are is, it is, it's kind of like cool dad vibes, mm -hmm. you know, but like, well, hold on. Not cool. Like cool dad that thinks he's cool, but isn't actually really cool dad. So it's kind of, it's, um, dockers and tennis shoes and, you know, like a hoodie, Yeah, and, see, you know, see, I, I tried to get away with wearing it to the office. Um, you know, under the guise cool dad of, look. uh, under the guise of like, well, it's got a collar. Yeah. Like the quarter zip, uh, and you know, like the NBA coaches are wearing it. So, sure. I mean, uh, that should be the standard, you but, know, whatever the NBA coaches are wearing, you know, the, the, the president made a few, uh, few, few remarks. Your business is interesting. And I, I've talked to people about this, like I, I, you know, that are in more of the corporate world and they have such a different view about like dress code type things. Yeah. And that is really interesting. Cause yeah. So like, and, and then I kind of think about all the other people in here and it's like, wait a minute, uh, <laughs> Hold on a second. Like, he looked like garbage. It's like this guy looks like he could just as easily sell your business as he could fix your air conditioner. Uh, like, yes, exactly. This guy looks like he just came in off the off the rodeo. Uh, it, it's the syndrome of when you get pulled over for speeding and then you you're you know just watching these people go by. That dude's going 10 15 miles per hour faster than I was, and that guy's speeding, and that guy's speeding, you know, like you. You do the minute it's kind of gets point, pointed out to you anything that's you know yeah. kind of not up to snuff, then you're just looking at every person like, going, what? "What? Are you kidding me?" That's how that guy dresses, like <laughs> you know. And so it's like you know, what, uh, you know, some of it is new guy, right? Yeah. I think people do like have a um, when you walk into a business, you know, there. I think they have a little bit. I notice it, although I don't know. Maybe I just don't come off as easily approachable, or like, because I haven't noticed it a ton in this job because it's my first year at it, you know, too. But like, yeah, it does seem like when you're new, people want to kind of, you know, point out the things that you're, you just have to wear them out. Like by year five, you'll be wearing, yeah. you know, right. t shirts and shorts, you right. know, like you'll be Walking PJ in. Day. It'll be PJ Day. Well, you know, yeah. Hey, Spirit Week, guys. Exactly. <laughs> Spirit Week at the Biz Broker offices. Um, Wear your trucker hats. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> trucker hat Tuesday. Uh... Exactly. Hey, you could raise some money for the United Way or something. Sure. Dress like your favorite sports team. Dress yeah. like your favorite exactly. uh, team it's day. A, it's a classic. Tie-dye day. Oh, yeah. Always well, good. Well, jeans day. Um, oh, yeah. Jeans day. That's what, the, that's what the conversation was. It's like, you know. Because I think I brought this up before. It's like, I think I tweeted one point out there. It's just kind of a random tweet, but you know, like I don't want another jeans day. I mean, this is this is something that people, you know, so things are tough in our you know career right now, and people are just absolutely you know abandoning the job right and left, and we're having you know shortages of subs and teachers just period, and everybody's leaving, and so like the answer is is more jeans days you know is typically what at least what so far is what right. we're really getting is like well you know yes it's we're not paying you a ton it's tough to job to do right now but listen we'll go wednesday and friday jeans day how about that <laughs> you know and it does well, and the people eat it up the, the problem i have is like listen i'm not a savage i enjoy jean day right who doesn't we all appreciate a jean day we all do again i don't think anybody's complaining about extra jean days the problem is ultimately if that's if that's what you're giving me as a solution to w this job being highly unenjoyable right now, then that's not the solution. You know, like I need more than the jeans, you know, to to, to help me out. But that's just yeah, it's uh, 
it, it is an interesting conversation because I, I remember when H&R Block first went away from the business casual. Mm-hmm. So it was like slacks and a collar shirt and like, I don't know, I forget what the shoe thing was. But basically, don't wear tennis shoes. Right. Even the thing, even like black ones that look like kind of yeah. dress shoes. Like you got to wear dress shoes. Right? And keep in mind, this is, you know, going on 15, almost 20 years ago. Right. And so it was a different, different world, different time. Um, and uh, I, I just remember that people would wear, like on Friday was casual Friday, right? So now the spirit of it, what it first started was, okay, you got to still wear the dress shoes or like the um, non-tennis shoes. Yeah. You have to wear a collared shirt, but you could wear jeans, which to me is like, that's the worst look. It's like, real, I am not a jeans and button down shirt guy. It's dorky. It's a very dorky dad. It's got I am, dorky dad vibes. Yeah. I am not a. Cause then I, you don't just, know like if you got to tuck it in or not yeah, tuck. Yeah, exactly. Was, yeah. Tucked in, you know, so it's like, <laughs> so basically I don't have to wear the slacks. The slacks are almost as comfortable. Like exactly. It, it's not like these, you know, um, but then it started to become the tennis shoes started to show up. <laughs> And then the collared shirt started to go away. Yeah. No, of course. And then it was like the equivalent of like Big Johnson shirts. It's slippery slope. It always I just happened. remember walking down the hall one day and there was this guy wearing basically jeans, tennis shoes, and a barbecue shirt. But it was one of those like barbecue shirts where it's like have her put her like have her rub it out or Oh, it was like it was like a uh, yeah, big, no, big Johnson, Johnson double stuff. entendre of love uh, that, love that. Yeah, you know, no, that's good. Uh, yeah, a little uh, pork, liquor pork, up front, pork poker in the, in the rear. Exactly. Yeah. No, this is a hundred percent what happens, and that's I've tried to explain this to the kids. So you know, when we have conversations about this, is like it's always those folks that push it so far that ultimately kill everyone in the middle, yeah. right? Because that's what happens at schools and ultimately and and ladies and it's not it's not the ladies fault it's because there's more ladies than dudes okay in in teaching it's just the way the profession is but what happens in teaching is is that it's it's it it gets looser it gets a little bit looser and then literally the women look like they're going to the club i mean it's very much it turns into club clothes it turns into you know well see i see it going both ways Right. It looks like club clothes and then it's pajama pants. Right. It, uh, yes. No, the dudes, the dudes kind of go more that direction of the comfortable like things. I think honestly, women to me, what I've noticed is they go more to actually weirdly like more fancy, but less appropriate in the kind of like school setting, if that makes sense, you know, because it's just and and, and it's not I'll, I'll, there's two reasons why it's not their fault. Like I said, it's partly because that's just the way society works like dudes that's dudes aren't kind of encouraged to be more comfortable where women, you know, are encouraged to be more attractive, you know, when they, you know, if if possible, you know, so like when they say, when they loosen things up, that doesn't mean they go, at least a lot of women doesn't mean they go to PJs and, you know, that means they go to actually weirdly kind of fancier clothes, but like, again, not appropriate for school because of the way they're cut or whatever it is just ultimately, doesn't you know again doesn't really fit the bill but here's what i would also say i'm a firm believer in in within reason there's no reason to have a a dress code now when you're selling a product i do 
I, I do find that to be kind of more appropriate, if that makes sense. I don't really want to go and get my important business taken care of by the rub it out barbecue shirt guy. I mean, I really don't, even though he's the best, I'm sure he's phenomenal, right? It doesn't have anything to do with it. It's just, there's a level of like, if you put those dude and, and a dude that's dressed in a normal business casual way, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I am probably going to pick business casual guy over, yeah. you know, barbecue shirt guy. But, you know, in teaching and some things is like, Obviously, you you want to command a level of respect, you know, and and there and maybe your presentation helps in that, you know. But I I, I don't know, you know. I, I do think it's a different environment. So I, I it's it is kind of a it's hard to kind of talk about that in in you know a universal term when it just depends on the job, you know. In so, some so to bring it back full circle to my professional development that was on uh, Zoom today. Yes. So it, the uh, the guy that 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 I work with, I said, uh, so what's your, uh, what's your zoom dress code? Like I kept my camera on <laughs> your like, zoom dress code. Yeah, I know. That's, yeah, a, so that's like, a thing now. Yeah. So, you know, there were some people that, and I don't know if they were doing it from their office. I chose to, to do it from my house. Cause I figured there would be less distractions here. Right. I'm probably grateful for of having the less distractions. Cause if I would have been in the office, I would have just gotten up and like wandered around and you know, oh, let me check back in. Yep, they're still talking about regression theory of the uh, R squared of the standard deviation. <laughs> like, Dude, I showed you my trick, my my, my yeah, I, Zoom I, trick. Yeah, I was I was telling somebody about that. That's a classic <laughs> move, dude. That's what you need. Just take a picture of yourself real quick, and then you know, put it in there. But like, uh, um, people, like some people were like dressed like, like they would, you know, like uh, slacks, button-down shirt with a sweater over it. Right. You could tell they had slacks on, like they would stand well, up. Well, sometimes they'd stand up and walk away, you know, right. and so like it would You could tell they rotate. were fully And then business. some people just flat out didn't have their uh, their camera on at all, like <laughs> through the entire thing. See, a lot of times that's a requirement too. That's a new thing. Like, yeah. you know, you have to have at least your camera on. Like our, you know, our, our PDs, the, the principal will be like, unless well, you there's a real good reason why you need to have your camera on. I saw Kara's um, instructions for their last PD day that they were doing by Zoom. And mm -hmm. it was like, you have to have your instruction on, you have to be dressed this way. We have to be able to see the background of your, of your, um, your classroom. Um, oh, so right. basically so it, prove you were there. It was a prove you were there, you know, type of thing. And so, but there was like probably six or eight instruction points about how they had to, how they had to do it. Um, we'll have, you know, it was basically like, we're going to have an, all hands meeting. I don't know what teachers call it, but all staff meeting at this time. And then we're gonna have one right after lunch. And then we're gonna have one right at the end of the day. So that uh, the accountability piece that yeah. ultimately right and that's I mean, people feel that and they don't like that. And and I think the, the, the problem I have with that is that I feel like and I could be wrong, and I don't follow business. And maybe this is a good question for you, obviously, too, is like, I feel like every study they do and everything that I've ever read or looked at, you know, has really talked about how surprisingly folks, you know, actually really perform quite well with, you know, a, a hand, you know, with a little less hands on approach at times, you know, and that people are actually pretty motivated with, you know, a, a, a lower level of accountability, you know, when it comes to like constant check ins and that honestly, like, 
some of your extra accountability piece ends up burning out people and ends up, you know, to the point that there's so much frustration with that, that folks, you know, so I'll close with, uh, I'll close with, with the story from that professional development. When okay. I was messaging with that guy that has been doing this for 17, 18 years, he's like, I hate sending my people to training because they come back and they are so unproductive. He's like analysis paralysis. They'll come back and try to implement this <laughs> regression analysis when he's like, just do the damn thing you were doing before. You know, there's a lot of art to the work that we do. There's a lot of art. Okay. And so I remember uh, something I, I, I don't know where I picked this up, but it's like, you're trying to put rationale on an irrational situation. Exactly. Like you're trying to you're trying to take a subjective situation and put objective test answers to it. When literally the test answers on everything should be it depends. <laughs> right. It depends. Uh, exactly. I mean, we're dealing in my work, we're dealing with business owners that are tax averse. And so they are stuffing things. Well, what do you got stuffed in the cost of goods? Right. Like, oh, that's my lake house. <laughs> like, nice uh, you need the lake house to run a business yeah, not <laughs> really like, but boy uh, it's talk, nice talk to those about meals and talk to me about meals and entertainment here oh yeah that's my that's my box at uh at the football stadium oh, do, you, do you bring like clients and salespeople? no hell no <laughs> well hell one no. one game one game a year i do so that i can officially write it off but the other right. the other times i'm, I'm not so anyway, yeah man well hey in our next uh i I will do my best to get back onto the world. Yeah. Uh, not Check get back my news in, to LinkedIn. Check back um, in. Don't, you know, it's, it's, I think anytime it's, this, you this take time a break, it's not, a, it's not like fresh. last year where I was upset and just decided to, that it had become all too much. Sure. Um, this time it was kind of a, More you strategic. Know I'm going to take a few days off. I don't really want to hear the, I don't want to hear the conspiracy theories and the, you know, all the stuff that this you, guy. This you guy don't want to church. hear Chiefs or Bengals fans. You don't want to hear yeah. either one of those for sure because the Bengals fans are obnoxious. The Chiefs fans are uh, more obnoxious because you're the loser and the losers yeah. are always more obnoxious. There, there was this guy uh, that cornered me at a, a place that I go weekly on Sundays. <laughs> and he was uh, telling me about a conspiracy theory that uh, – the NFL went to Mahomes and the Chiefs at halftime and said, this isn't your year, and they can cause them to throw the game because there's a Twitter clip going around of the last play where, I don't know, everybody's open and Mahomes didn't throw the ball, and it's like, bro, that's the exact reason why I'm off. <laughs> Exactly, and the only one of the things that I did see was oh, it's amazing uh, what people think. Oh, I mean, yeah, unreal. They one think the it's things, fixed. They definitely think it's fixed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's fixed. Um, one of the things that I also saw too is, do you remember that movie with the? I think it was Jimmy Kimmel and Drew Barrymore for Love of the Game. Jimmy Fallon. I'm sorry, Jimmy yes. Fallon and for Love of the Game. I yes, I remember the movie, but I don't know. Okay, yeah. there is a scene in that movie. So he's a diehard Red Sox fan, right? Yes. yes he lives yeah. and dies. Remember that. Okay? I remember the premise, yeah. So you could say that I maybe live and die. I'm a little too emotionally overcharged with 
the Chiefs' result, right? Sure. Irrationally. Yes. And there's a scene where the Red Sox are either down 3 nothing or down 1-3 or whatever. They go to a bar, and the Red Sox players are in there just drinking and having a good time and, you know, just like you and I would do maybe after work. Right. Right? Yeah. It's like, wait, they're not upset, you know, and all this. Well, so I did see something. I forget where I saw it, but I saw this thing where Tyreek, Kelsey, and Mahomes were all having a great time. Yeah, the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl. Yeah. And it's like, just be like them. They're in the, like, they actually lost the game and they ain't miserable, man. They're just out there now. I mean, their, their lives tend to allow them to live a life of some very much luxury. And, and honestly, they've worked the, the, a very hard part of their season yeah. and now it's over. Like, this is their vacation time. So well, and, I think they didn't. I guess win, I, would, I, guess I would throw it back to you. I would throw it back to you. You've had a bad day at work. I've had bad days, right? If you have something to where you mess something up, let's say that, you know, inadvertently you messed something up. You did something, you, you did something wrong by a kid. Sure. You didn't do it on purpose, but it was a bad day. You're probably good the next, the next day, you know, you have to be right. And these guys, these guys, it has to be that way and that there there is a level of that's some of the psychological piece that's important that they they you know that's why they're where they're at and that's also the kind of work you do you know as a team when you draft guys and when you work with guys because that's a big huge that's a huge part of it i'm terrible about that i'm i you know like i get down myself and get down when when you know i lose or when i you know don't perform well when i didn't in soccer you know i would get you know very you know like yeah and i I know that hindered me you know because again i wasn't good about like letting you know just the next play man next play you know and you really need to be next play you know it very much is (laughs) the ted lasso 10 second thing Right. right, like I be mean, a goldfish, man. Be a goldfish, the, like my guy, Father Chris, a friend. Father you know, Chris like they would. Was. I guarantee that those guys are like, oh darn, well I wish we would have won. You know, we'll work. You know, it's not like, it's not like they didn't work hard. We're it's we're madder like they, than they are. Yeah, we're, we're, exactly. we're more upset, and some of it has to do with the fact that the Chiefs fan in us, though. See, that's yeah. the piece. That's the piece that they don't have. They have the more like. I got beat as a person. We are looking at it as our city, you know, got beat, you know, and we're, we've gone through, but again, it's just incredible to listen to. I just think we're so, so like been spoiled for so long with, with Mahomes already that like, we're just, a, it just, whether it's radio people, whether it's media people, whether it's us, yeah. whatever it is, it's like, Come on, y'all. They're talking Eric, fire Eric B enemy, you know, get get a new voice in here, get, you know, and all these things. And maybe some of that is true. But I also am like, are you all for real? Like, we've been to four straight AFC championship yeah. games. Like, let's put this all in perspective. Like, that's incredible. No team has done that. You know, I mean, I, uh, they don't do that. We again, we talked about the Super Bowl, you know, kind of we'll see what the Super Bowl loser does this year. You know, they traditionally don't even make the playoffs. Done, they have not done well. Yeah. Right. You know, and we made the AFC <laughs> I mean, championship game. And, you know? and if you look at it too, you know, so I, I went on record last week as saying, I think the Rams are going to win and win big. Mm-hmm. Sustainability of that team. Nah. Exactly. What, what's, Tampa Bay, what's the likelihood that Tampa Bay gets back next year? 
No. Yeah, I mean, unless they get Aaron Rodgers or somebody, or they fix their quarterback situation immediately. They no have effect. so much. They, they bought it. Is my exactly point, the Rams. And you know, I I I don't want to say it because uh, um, I, I just there's a certain team in the AFC West that had a very very good run in the early part of the 2010s mm-hmm. that culminated with a Super Bowl. And they haven't been back since. Exactly. And it's because they mortgaged the future. Right. 100, man. Absolutely. They mortgaged it. They bought it. You know, they, they bought those titles and good on them, right? Because the thing is, is like if you're a Tampa fan and somebody goes went up to you and said, okay, you can go get Brady and Sue, JPP, yeah. Brown, uh, Gronk. You know, I'm not going to put Evans or Godwin in there because they're homegrown, homegrown drafted guys. Right. Um, but you can go uh, Leonard Fournette. Um, you know, and the list goes on. Right, and, and you'll you can, get one, but you'll be and garbage. you're going to sign these guys to big contracts, and you get one, and then you're going to be garbage for the next five years because you're not going to be able to rebuild off of it. Right. You know, and they um, probably and you probably take it. I mean, that's it. the piece you you end up taking it you, because. You, as long as you get that one, and that's the that's the crapshoot, yeah. right? Is like the problem is if you don't get that one, then you end up being like so many of these other franchises that ultimately, you know. And I mean, I, I don't, you know, and, and, and let's be honest, like we've talked about it before. We're gonna watch good football for the next ten years, you know. Regardless, yeah. I don't I don't care what anyone says. I would rather watch Patrick Mahomes play football than any other football player in the league. He brings a level of excitement and a level of fun to the foot to football that no other quarterback does win, lose or draw. You know, I don't care. I just, I don't, I, that's what I, the, I yeah. enjoy watching the kid. play. Well, and, it, and it's a hometown bias that we're going to have, you know, it's the same thing, but I'll also, I'll, in fairness to us, I would watch games that Aaron Rodgers played. I watch games that Russell Wilson played. I would watch games that um, Brady played. Manning, sure, sure. Uh, Drew Brees. They're just different kind. They're different kinds of players, you know. That were incredible too, you know. You know, I enjoy the sport. I enjoy watching the sport, but I would really, I really enjoyed it when there was high quality. You know, I, look, I, I'll enjoy watching. I'll enjoy watching the game Sunday. I'll be petty about it, but. I, you know, I enjoy watching Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase play. They're good both ball players. Good ball players, man. I told head, you I they like are Burrow, highly man. talented kids, man. I like watching Lamar Jackson play football. Oh my gosh! Come on, I like watching Derrick Henry. <clears throat> oh, incredible! Like I like watching those guys play football. Like, sure. um, you know, so I mean, it's it's not necessarily a Mahomes thing. Josh Allen. Oh my gosh, I like watching Josh Allen. Uh, I ain't going that far, but, no, <laughs> uh, but again, I can separate vaccination status versus. Oh, watching, right. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, shoot. It's not even that. I just, they're fans. I think a fan piece of it is also interesting. Well, that has that, to do with, with Twitter, man. And that's, that's just to wrap this up. Me being off Twitter. You know, it helps. Oh, a, that's gotta it, help. I had to, I had to mute a bunch of my, yeah. Long time buddies that well, are Eddie Bengals fans. I just had to mute them. I had to get them out for a while. You know, it used to be the uh, you know that that old saying. You know, you are what you eat. You know, well, it's the content. It really it expands. It's the content you consume. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're constantly con- 
consuming a lot of that negative negativity. And this was a lesson I had to learn last year, man, was that, and you don't even know it. You don't even know it until it's, it's not there. If you're constantly consuming that negativity, you know, it just seeps in. Absolutely, um, man. Got to curate. Got to yeah, curate and, your life. Curate your timelines. Curate. And, your and the Facebook funny thing feeds. is, is like, I mean, it, like this time, me not getting back on. Honestly, it was kind of one of those things where I just forgot. No, I believe you. You you'll come back. Like I said, this. Yeah, I'll okay. probably come back next week. You'll come back better, um, right? And so. you know, now every every break, you in some ways, when I do that too, you know, it's like well, you speaking, try. You try to be better than you were before on it. Speaking yeah. of coming back better, I have to get to basketball practice so that my my little second grade girls can play better. better in their game tomorrow. Um, Can't wait they, to hear about. They that. are getting so good. Um, you know, we're we're excited that uh, those that that had a hard time getting the ball to the rim are now mm-hmm. getting the ball over the rim. Yes, they, they still haven't made a basket. No, no, not in there. They haven't gotten a basket in the game yet, but they're right. getting the ball over the rim. So they're getting so much better and we're having a lot of fun. Um, Isn't that fun? Despite the, uh, despite the scoreboard. Uh, last story on that, I actually had to tell certain family members of mine after the game in private to STFU <sighs> that, hey, I, say I'm the coach, right? Yeah. I heard a certain family member of mine getting on the referee. Oh, boy. Which... And, and it's been frustrating because we played four games and all four games have been refereed completely differently. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's tough, but it's like, listen, this is a 17 year old kid. That's just out here trying to get some Saturday money. This is a 65 year old man. that's just trying to get away from his wife and get some Saturday money. You know, he's, will, he's willing to get yelled at by all y'all just to get out of the house. <laughs> don't expect that you're getting NBA quality officiating. I know. And then hard, another man. one of my family members was yelling at the scoreboard operator. Oh boy. And I told said family, I'm like, if you have a problem with the way the scoreboard is being ran, they, they want volunteers. Right. I said, I had L do it one week. Somebody yelled at her. And that's why I never put another one of my people over there. So if you want to if you want to yell at the scoreboard operator, go sit over there. (laughs) Otherwise, I don't want to hear you guys. I don't want to hear you talking to the referees. I don't want to hear you yelling at the scoreboard. And then the one. What is our family? My 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 family's like this too. What is well? And I said, and I said, and I heard you. I said, but you're all right because you were telling the kids like go to the basket. (laughs) Right, right. Which is basically like good. Good stuff, not you know, like yeah. Why are you kids over by the the crowd? You need to not be by the crowd. Be over like dribble. Right, it's how you put it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, all right, brother. I'll uh, we'll catch up next week. All right. All right. See you. Yeah. Enjoy your practice later. Thanks. See you.